Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. Welcome back, guys. This is episode 180 of Believe in Rams. I'm Jake Ellibogan. Joining me as always is my co-host, Cameron Lynch. Today, we are going to be talking about another Rams win. It was a first to first this year, Cam, because it was the first time the Rams have followed up a victory with another victory. It's also the first time that the Rams, in quite some time, I'd imagine, went back to back in weeks where they swept the season series of a division rival. And you have always said it counts twice. Twice, Jake. Twice. Playoffs are coming up. I know we're going to talk about it pretty soon here. But those wins are extremely important, especially against the Seahawks. I just talked to one of my colleagues the other day about the Seahawks. And, you know, hey, I don't like you on that Believe in Rams show, Cam, because I'm a Seahawks fan, X, Y, and Z. I'm like, you know, quite honestly, when the season started, the way the Seahawks were looking, I was like, whoa, Seahawks are looking a little dangerous. I don't know if the Rams going to be able to hang this year. We might split the difference. We might – I don't know if we'll win any of them. I, I'm not sure what the, how things are going to look. Matthew Stafford was hurt. It was abysmal, Jake. But now we got – we're 2-0 against the Seahawks. Got to love it. How about the Rams? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, look, you know, the pessimist in anybody would say this Rams team has won four out of their five games against division opponents. Uh, their only other game is against the Colts. The optimist is that they're undefeated after the bye. The optimist so. is that they're four and three when Kyron Williams plays and he is back, my friends. He is Ooh. back and he is ready to help this team get to the playoffs. But with that said, Bet Online is your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. Get the latest odds, lines, and match reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting, your favorite casino and car games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website today or choose your mobile device and sign up today using promo code BELIEVE to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right. And Cam. Obviously, you know where I'm going, my guy. You know what it is. Yeah. It's underdog fantasy. Come tell our listeners about it. Of course. You can start playing Pick'em or Weekly Fantasy for any sport today. Users will receive a 100% deposit match up to $100 if they use promo code BELIEVINRAMS at sign up. Start playing Pick'em and Weekly Fantasy football today with Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy. That is right. That's any sport. I know... You know, obviously football, I can't believe it, Cam. There's only, what, six more games left? That's just so sad. But uh, there is baseball coming. Uh, You just have to wait a little bit. Uh, The NBA is in full swing. And, I mean, hey, you know, the the NBA in-season tournament. I I don't even know what to say to that. The the lovely courts they have, the red court stick. (laughs) I know you like the red courts. The Miami Heat, I think the Chicago Bulls had those red courts. I I know you like them. Yep, that's definitely uh <laughs> good lord. No, uh for for our viewers out there that uh you know expect more from me. Uh I do not like those courts. I don't like the pastel <laughs> colors. It doesn't work well. Um but anyway, let's I like talk the Lakers. About I like the Lakers court. Where it's the Bleeding Rams talking about LA, the Lakers yellow. Well, it's not too too bad. So I mean, yeah, I, I don't love the yellow, but the yellow is not awful. Not Some red. of them are awful. Yeah, I yeah. mean, some of them. I yeah, I mean, that looks like a satanic worship when you got the, you know, the, 
it's a lot going on but like i mean you said, hey this is football no, over here so no worries <laughs> yeah the the red lighting coming down the red court yeah no thank you um all right let's get into it so we got the rams they take down the Arizona Cardinals uh, by the tune of 37 to 14. Wow. Kyron Williams goes over 200 yards. I mean, we got to see Carson Wentz play. I mean, that's how bad they were beating the Cardinals. <laughs> this, that was awesome, Jake. And I'm not used, we're not used to this y'all. So, you know, Rams fans that are watching, we're not used to this feeling, Jake, we're, you know, two games back to back Seahawks cart, like, come on fam. So this is, this is great. It is great because you know, this is a team that started three and six on the season, went into the bye, and is since undefeated. And this weekend against the Cleveland Browns, they have a chance to not only get back to 500, not only get to back to 500 on, at home and on the road, but they have a chance to win more games than last season in week 13. They have a chance to, at the end of week 13, be the seventh seed in the NFC playoffs. Cam, it wasn't that long ago we were talking about them. I mean, we probably weren't because I, I, you and I have been confident in the turnaround. We have. There are other people, not so much. They've talked about <laughs> top five picks. They've talked about Caleb Williams staying in LA. And you and I have been like, you know what? The fat lady is not singing yet. Nope. And there's a lot more. That, I mean, this is honestly a reminder how the season's never over. And I also mean, reminder to run the damn ball as well. I'm sorry, Jake. <laughs> I mean, I had to say it. I had to say it. Um, it was a reminder that we had to run the damn ball, that we had to throw the, the ball to Higby. And these are things we talked about, Jake, on our last show. We said, yeah. hey, where's Higby at? You know, he's like a ghost right now. And he had two touchdowns. So, you know, I was like, whoo, you know, like, thank God. Because, Jake, at some point, you know, we were talking on the show with Kyle Slaughter uh, last week. We talked about previewed the Cardinals game, but he was like, yeah, bring a new tight end on. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, this is the best tight end in Rams history. And what I also realized, Jake, and I don't know if you saw this, but whenever the Rams got into that that 12 personnel, that one back two tight end personnel, two tight ends to the one side, Kyron Williams got off, right? But those run yeah. plays to that wing, Tyler Higby blocks really well, and he had some support there in that, Jake, running the damn ball, getting the ball to Tyler Higby. At the end of the day, Pukunuku was great. Cooper Cup is great. Tutu Alwell is great. But let's just stick to the basics, Jake. And I'm glad the Rams did it. So, man, it felt good. And uh, Hunter Long exists. Glad to see it. You know, <laughs> I thought he he blocked extremely well. Um, yeah. I know he got a hold call. Uh, you don't always get called for that. I mean, you played linebacker in the NFL. You know, you don't always get to benefit it out on that. Tight ends nope. are always doing that stuff and getting away with it. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to beat him over the, uh, over the head with a stick, uh, like some people were doing. Um, but part no, of the game, bro. it's a part of the game. You're aggressive. Yeah. It's a part of the game. You know, people watching the chiefs, I know Snead, their cornerback. I think he's the most penalized cornerback in the league. And their coordinator said it. He was like, I'm going to take that. Cause if he's jamming people up and getting into their heads, I'll take the flag, you know, whatever we got Patrick Holmes. It's all good. <laughs> and so for long, you know, if you're holding people when you're blocking and you're destroying people like you were, you tell Higby were, Hey, more Man. power to you, my brother. We brought you here for a reason. Now let's show the show the team why. Yeah, and you got Davis Allen, the fifth round rookie tight end out of Clemson, getting him involved a little bit. Um, you know, you saw Royce Freeman kind of pick up where he left off last yeah. week, having a late career resurgence type of deal here. Um, 
you know, he's never had, I don't believe I, I went back and I went back far enough to say at this point, he's never had back-to-back 70 yard games and he did. And he had a touchdown. This one um, had to break some tackles in this one. He was able to do that. I mean, you could say what you will. Oh, this is just the Cardinals. No, this Cardinals team lost a one possession bout uh, to the Ravens. This Cardinals team beat the Dallas Cowboys. Um, you know, they've been in these games. They've been competitive all year. You could argue they're better now than they've been all year. Now getting Buda Baker back and getting Kyler back and beating the Falcons uh, the week prior to this. So, and the Texans also keep that in mind, uh, forced three turnovers on CJ Stroud. So I'm not looking at this like, this is just the Cardinals. Cam, I'm looking at this like the Rams went into Arizona, and I know they always have their luck there. They they win a lot of games. I think that's nine in a row in Arizona. Like they've just run away with Arizona. But here's the deal. Arizona still should have been in the game. Arizona still should have made this game close. Arizona knows the Rams just as well as the Rams know Arizona. They saw Kyron Williams four or five weeks ago when he ran for 158 yards on 20 carries. They saw that. And still (laughs) at no point in this game, even when they were up eight to seven, I never thought they had any business of winning this game. The Rams took over the game from the start. Really? Even when they were losing, it was just like, they felt like so much better. And you know, this is a really good sign because when yeah. you get Matthew Stafford throwing four touchdowns in a game and two, two out, well, you know, you get him down the field on the you know first drive of the game and you're able to overcome not having a huge, uh, you know, I would say just not really much production at all out of Cooper cup and Puga Nakua and what you get out of everybody else. I mean, it was really impressive. I mean, Aaron Donald showing you his ability time in and time out like, Hey, okay. I didn't get the sack, but, I don't care. It's not about it's not about the stats for me. Yeah. I, I drew don't the care flag. I drew I drew a triple team, a double team, and seven take, pressures. I mean, you know, you can't beat that. Kobe Turner is eating. That's one person oh I want to call out. Lord, he was the, so good. The way he's playing with two sacks, and I, Jake, I know Jake. I want to talk about this really quick. We talk about game balls a bit. Um, Kobe Turner. I, I want to give him a game ball. I know he had two sacks this game. Last game, he showed up as well. When I discussed the defensive line running out of the stack. He was who I was talking about specifically, right? Hoyt is doing a lot better job of cover, pass coverage, Jake. I've been watching him, and I know teams are watching him too. Anytime they see Hoyt standing up in that position, Jake, they're going to throw to his side every time because they know he's going to drop back. And so he's doing a lot, bet, a lot better job in his coverage. I know he had a um, – he was covering James Conner, I think, right out of the backfield, and he put the strap on him at the end when, he, when, the, when the pass is incomplete. So – I like to see that, Jake, but I do want to give a game ball to Kobe Turner, the defensive line, and the game ball for the offense uh, the offense as well. Offensive line this week, Jake. Kyron Williams has not come off of injury and run the ball the way he does. In Royce Freeman, they, he does not run the ball the way he does if the offensive line is not feeling it, Jake. I know there's a screenplay. I saw one of the offensive line come up and flex. Like That's the attitude we need. That's the energy against every team that we play. So, Game ball to that offensive line for the Rams. I think that's really important. Kyron Williams, you went off as well. And Tyler Higby showing up. Uh, fabulous job by him. No, absolutely. Totally agree with you there. I, I thought it was really impressive um, all around. I mean, this is a team win. All three phases win. A complete win. And, you know, something that I really want to point out the back end of the secondary, you saw Jordan Fuller have one of the best games of his career, maybe yeah. the best game of his career, despite not getting two interceptions like he had against Tom Brady. Um, but also 
you know, I was really, really impressed with Akella Witherspoon. Once again, not an easy job, right? Because now we're starting to see more aggressive defenses deployed by Raheem Morris. He's gotten the trust of this coaching staff to kind of leave him on an island where, you know, yeah, if they play match zone or, you know, if he comes up and plays bump and run, you know, that's that's great and all. But really, the thing about Akello is that he wants to play a very unorthodox non-traditional style of cornerback. I mean, he's not going to be a smash mouth corner. He's not, you know, uh, Devin Witherspoon, you know, Devin Witherspoon's in your face. He's, he doesn't care if he breaks his neck, he's going to tackle you. Akello's more methodical, right? He has that kind of finesse style. And at the same time, he knows he's kind of just toying with you because he knows, Hey, I run a four, 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 three, whatever. Like I have the recovery speed to just stay basically in that hip pocket, play from the trail and win. We saw that because when you yeah. go up against a Marquise Brown, you're going to be tested. I mean, that's a lot of running. You got to do. You talked about, you know, getting new running shoes. Yeah. Uh, you're <laughs> you're going to have to, to keep yeah. up with Marquise Brown. So look, I just thought it was really impressive. And I think we, we take him for granted because that length, see, like, it's just a batted ball, right? And it's just like, oh, it's incomplete pass. On that play, he had to run an incredible, you know, speed to catch up to Marquise Brown. But also, there wasn't really any catch up. He was like right there in that kind of peripheral, you know? And then at the same time, like at the hip pocket, and then you look, obviously, his arm, just that length is going to extend, yeah. and he's able to knock the ball away. So uh, I thought he was very impressive. Per usual. Yep. I mean, he's had a great year, really. And and also the Rams DBs, Jake. I know we talked about it. We talked about Akella Witherspoon. He's been my favorite DB, to be honest, out of the Rams. He's been showing up the most. But I I will say this, Jake. I will say they all stepped up. I think two weeks ago before the bye week, Jake, I they weren't tackling well. They weren't really doing a great job as a defensive unit. And they stepped up. Aaron Donald has a defensive line running to the football. Um, our guy, Rose Boom, Jake, he's covering a lot better as well. But then the defensive backs, like you said, Akello showing up per usual Darion Kendrick he, he's doing a lot he's doing better Jake he's doing better he has the most attitude out of the D-backs but Trey Tomlinson he stepped up this week I know he had a welcome to the NFL moment right had a catch on his head it was a it was he had an interception that the zebras took away and I don't think he should have gotten too. flagged for that I I agree Jake it's it's BS but he, he's showing that spark, Jake. He's showing that spark similar to Kobe Durant, how Kobe Durant had that spark. Trey Tomlinson has that spark. So it's really cool to see him get his chops. But the person I want to speak about, Jake, John Johnson. I think the energy of these DBs are a little bit different. Fuller is playing harder. I mean, those two back there, it just looks complete, and I like them back there. This team is looking better than on the um, on the back end, and I think they should roll with this group. Whatever, whatever is going on, Jake, for this Rams defense – they got it going on. I have a feeling that John Johnson is a part of that energy shift for that de- that those defensive backs. Oh, without a doubt. I think when you have a guy of John Johnson's caliber, not just as a player, but just as a person, you have him in that locker room. Um, I think it just adds so much to it, you know. And I think there is kind of you know this rejuvenated feel where you know this is one of the healthiest teams in football right now. Knock on wood. I mean, they Ooh. really are, and it's yeah. it's to be this healthy going into Week 13. I mean, you're in the driver's seat here. It's really, it's not always the best team wins. It's the best team or it's the team that really responds 
to their situation the best ends and up that's winning. A, and, that's a, and that's available. The team that is yes. – <laughs> Because Matthew Stafford, we talk about this, the Rams, we're, it's a little bit of trauma that we're talking through here, but Matthew Stafford's been up and down. Offensive line has been up and down. And so they have not been available. And the teams that are available can normally do the best. You think about the Browns that are coming in, their quarterback situation, right? Uh, when you talk about their quarterback, he he's not available. Their starting quarterback was not, is not available anymore. So they have BTR now. They, got, they have other quarterbacks in there. And to be honest, I know we're about to cover this pretty soon, but – I think he might score one touchdown, Jake. Uh, DTR, I know he did his thing at UCLA, but he might score just one touchdown because he might not I'm even not play. Sure. He might, might not even, might not even play. Jay, like you said, might I not mean, even play. It's it it ain't great, Cam. You <laughs> it's know, not looking good. It, it it ain't great. He he left the game. Uh, apparent concussion. Miles Garrett said he something popped in his shoulder. Um, he sounds like he's gonna be good to go though. Uh, so you know, it doesn't look like anything there, but. Amari Cooper getting a questionable. I don't know what they're teaching uh, over there in Sean yeah. Payton land, but, and you got to give them a lot of credit. They've turned things around, but man, that helmet went right into his ribs. And right, yeah. I wasn't a fan of that hit. I'm just saying, I'm, and you know, I'm not a Browns fan, not a Browns fan, but I got, I got to call it. Like I see it. I just felt like that was kind of a dirty hit. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It it shouldn't be allowed <laughs> to be honest, right? Like rib shot, like come on, bro. And he's a but to be fair though, Jake, DTR, I don't know what it is, but he's been getting crushed all season. Like anytime oh, yeah. he's in the game, um, he is very uh, susceptible to injury. So he needs to talk to two. I feel like Jake and say, Hey, this all season, like what are some of the decisions that you're making to get yourself out of harm's way, right? Whether you throw the ball quicker or something, because DTR, Jake, he's one of the better athletes on that football field. So I think when it comes to just being available, <laughs> like we talked about, yeah. talk to Matthew Stafford about it. But, you know, how do you keep yourself healthy throughout the season? Because he's just starting. And the fact that he's getting knocked out of every game, you know, at the start, is it's not a good sign. No, no, it's not a good sign at all. Um, I have the, the odds here. The Rams, if they win, regardless of whatever happens, uh, Thursday will help if the Dallas Cowboys beat the Seahawks. Um but if the Rams beat the Browns, their playoff odds go up 10 percentage points. They go up to 52%, Cam, 52%. And if the Seattle Seahawks lose to the Cowboys, Rams beat the Browns. The Rams have the seventh seed, and they secure the seventh seed going into week 14 if the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football, that's right, folks, you're going to want to see Sunday Night Football, we're big Chiefs fans this weekend. Chiefs <laughs> got to take down the Packers because the Packers have the tiebreaker. Uh, we're not even going to get into how annoying that game was, but Packers have the tiebreaker. Rams had to finish a game ahead of them if they want to be in a good position in the playoffs. So the Browns game is huge. And let's talk about it, Cam. Let's go into it a little bit. Um, the matchup protector, according to ESPN, I thought it was interesting. They have an analytical uh, model. They have the Rams uh, 63.9% favorites in this game. Um, and they've been favorites all year. I've been monitoring this thing. I think that, you know, the, the Browns really weren't getting a lot of love from the analytics, and I get it. Um, when you look at it, this team just isn't that great away from home. I think that's the thing that's kind of being lost on a lot of people is that it's really quick to be like, oh, this Browns team is seven and four. And you don't want to take anything away from them. This defense is the dog pound when they're at, uh, you know, they're at home. And we've seen that. Guess what the record is at home, Cam? They're five and one. 
They're Mm -hmm. two and three on the road. So when you figure that out, it's like, man, no wonder why they beat the 49ers. You know, no wonder why they've done what they've done is when they're at home, they play a completely different style. Also, let's put it into this. The last two games, they've scored 25 points total. Okay. Total the last two games. This is the new Browns. This is the reality. The the Browns that we're talking about before, say what you will about Deshaun Watson, he still gave him a chance to win just about every game. You know, now PJ Walker's had his moments in the league where, you know, he could do some things. I think the problem with PJ Walker is that if he does start over Dorian Thompson Robinson, there's too much film out there on him. You know, he had a lot of burn with the Carolina Panthers. And I think there's way too much film out there on him to kind of catch a team like the Rams by surprise. Raheem Morris is going to have a game plan ready. Sean McVay is going to have a game plan ready against this defense. And there's no way, you know, they're, they're, they're not, they cannot lose this football game. And they know that. I mean, you yeah. can't win back-to-back games against division rivals, get back to five and six, give the fan base all this hope and lay an egg uh, you know, in front of your fan base back at home against the Browns to go six and six. I mean, this is the Rams 11 and six isn't out the window. I mean, they could run the table, but it has to start right now. They have to go week in and week out. We can't be looking too far ahead. I mean, the fans can, the Rams will not be. They're currently three and a half point favorites. Cam, the over under is at 39 and a half. Uh, and look, the Rams are scoring 25 points per game when Kyron Williams plays. They're scoring 14 without him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, hey, I, I like the Rams in this one, Jake, to be honest. Um, we talk about the quarterback situation. To be honest, if P.J. plays, Jake, some of the notes I had down from that game, um, most recent game that he played in, he holds onto the ball a lot. And so for the defensive backs, for the Rams, if the defensive backs take a step back, right, and, and cover – and make sure you lock down the middle because anytime there's a young quarterback he wants to throw over the middle if you cover for a little bit Aaron Donald's gonna get there right we talk about Kobe Turner he's gonna get there like Byron Young's gonna get there Hoyt's gonna get there and so uh Ernest Jones he's gonna get there and so I think if we cover nicely on the back end I think we'll get home I think the Rams will have more sacks this game than ever I'm gonna call that right now Jake and I think we're gonna force more turnovers in that than ever and games like this Special teams have to get ready. The punt, punt return team, get ready. They're going to be punting a lot. So let's make sure that you take advantage of some of those returns. Punt safe, get ready, because um, the Rams, we we let we let up a punt, uh, punt um, fake punt last week. Um, I think it was Rose Boom, you know, kind of like that. As a starting linebacker, a lot of times, Jake, you kind of get into the same routines a little bit. He was that edge, that edge linebacker. I played that edge linebacker before on the punt team, and he's locking up with this guy, and Next thing you know, the the punter or the PP or whatever, he's running for a first down. And so expect that for the rest of the year. These guys are watching. So you can't follow CPO special teams. That's going to be extremely important, Jake, especially when you go to the playoffs. Every phase matters. So this game is going to be focused on creating turnovers, make sure P.J. Walker cannot throw that football. And then DTR, if he's in there, go get him. (laughs) Go get him, Jake, because one thing I do know, once you tag him up, he, he pretty much might be out for the count. So I think the Rams defense pin their ears back, Jake, and go get it. And then that, that special team's be ready to go because Kyron Williams is going to run the ball, right? Hold on to the football. Um, I think Ike was on here. Ike Taylor was on here, Jake, and he talked about the Steelers and how they have a system, a six-minute run game where if you run the ball for six minutes, you're pretty much 
you know, you, you're bleeding the clock out. You're keeping that that team on the sidelines. So I think that's going to be really important for the Rams uh, to win this football game. No, I I agree with you. I think you know what what a good thing here is that Austin Trammell, as of late, has played really well. I thought, uh, oh, you know, on special teams, um, that's something that is you know something that I've noticed, and just I think it's so subtle, just these movements he makes with the ball in his hand, kind of similar to Brandon Powell. Not really a lot of dancing. Just hey, let's get some yards. Let's move forward. I mean. I, yeah, I, I got a good offense. I just need to give him an extra boost. You know, I don't need to take it to the house every time. Obviously, that'd be fun. But, you know, and so right now the Rams defense, they're seventh over the last three weeks. Uh, they're seventh in the NFL in points allowed. So that's great stuff there. Uh, magic number for this game, Cam, 24. Mm-hmm. 24 is the number of points the Rams have to score. They are undefeated when they score at least 24 points. So mm-hmm. this is a team that gets a 24. It's I guess it's the race to 24 can because, right. you know, I, I don't think the Browns are scoring 24 points in this game. I, I just don't. Um, you know, I think the defense is playing really well. Right. But if the offense is going, the defense going to have a little bit even more of a pick me up. The Browns right now, like I said, they've scored 25 points combined since Deshaun Watson went down the last two weeks. They're averaging 177.5 passing yards per game in that time. Their running backs are averaging 77 yards rushing a game in that span. And they are five for 27 on third downs in that span. (laughs) They're going to be funny. (laughs) I'll, I'll say this right now. The Rams do not have an excuse. They need to win this football game. It doesn't get any easier than this against this team. This team still has talent. Don't get me wrong. Any given Sunday, but this team is five for 27 on third down. Yeah. 30. I'm Jake. I'm calling it right now. uh, 30, 33 to seven. You know, like we need to be scoring 30 something points this game. We need to see Carson wins this game. If Carson can get a touchdown in Jake, that's the goal. But I think at this point we're on the kind of the other side of the coin where it's like, man, we're, we're about to run through these teams and don't take any days off. Don't feel bad Rams fans about pummeling the Browns. If you see a Browns fan over there, shake their hand, but celebrate because this time last year we were in a totally different situation. So it's, it's like the concept, Jake, it's like the layups, you know, when you, you go down, you run down the basketball court in that little square, you got to put that ball on that square. These are one of those games. Make your layups, do what you're supposed to do, and have a clean game and get ready for the next one, right? And so crush it this one and get ready for the next one. A lot of times, Jake, even for me, I run too fast on the court. I'm a little strong, and so sometimes that ball bounces the heck off that square. And it's like, damn, bro, like no one was around you. How'd you miss that? And so <laughs> we don't we don't want to hear that after this game, Jake. It's like, damn, y'all, the Browns, uh, the quarterback is hurt, right? Like how are you not winning this football game? Um, Deshaun Watson is not is not playing. How are you not winning? We don't want to hear that. We want to hear that you made all your layups, all your free throws, and that you you whooped this team's tail and you packed it up and went home. That's that's what I want to see this game. I'm with you, man. The Rams are five and one against the Browns, dating back to 1999. Um, they have the all time series lead at 13 and 11, and their last meeting was Jared Goff versus Baker Mayfield, in Ooh. which they won 20 to 13 in Cleveland. Final play of the game. Mayfield throws in the end zone for the touchdown. 
John Johnson comes down with the pick. Yeah. And uh, apparently that's all they needed to see because not long after that, they ended up signing John Johnson two years later. Um, <laughs> that's how it happens. That's hey, how it it's the, yeah. the John Johnson revenge game, right? So, uh, hey, I mean, I that. don't know what kind of revenge. I don't know if he's holding a grudge. I don't think it really oh, ended that badly. But at the he same is. time, like he didn't finish out his contract. So like for me, like if I'm told, like it's not just a business. I don't want to hear that anymore. It's not just the business because if I'm told that my job and I get it, it's a little bit different uh, in my position because I'm not a football player. But if I was told like, hey, we're moving on from you. Yeah, I'll, I'll hold a little bit of a grudge. Yeah, I will. he circled Jake. Trust me, he's circling this, Jake. And it's cool to see the Rams start to play him a little bit more as they build it to this game. Right. Last game, he got to play a little bit more. But it's cool to see. And it's cool to see that the Rams are conscious of that as well. So. I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm watching John Johnson all game. Now, if you John say that, Johnson, John Johnson interception. This is the John Johnson game. Yep, John I'm here Johnson for it. game. Yeah, yeah, like I'm the Bobby Bobby Wagner game last year when he played the Seahawks. Like I'm expecting that type of performance from John Johnson. It's a lot to say because Jake Bobby Wagner went off against the oh, Seahawks. Yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think people forget John Johnson's still in his prime. He's yep. at that very beginning of his prime, really. Um, <clears throat> I know he's had some injuries, but he looked really good last week. Uh, he looked ready to go. We'll see what ends up happening. But yeah, you and I both have a win. Uh, you have 33 to seven. So I guess you're kind of waiting for my prediction here. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see here. So I'm going to say this. The Rams score 24 and they win, right? So I'm going to say they score. I hate to be boring, but I'm probably going to go with the 27 points I went with last week. Okay. Um, and then the Browns are going to kick three field goals. So 27 to nine, mm-hmm. 27 to nine. Okay. Let's, let's see, but we got another Rams dub. We'll see Jake. It's any given Sunday. Um, I'm, and everybody has to stay healthy. That's the only way we roll is we have to stay healthy. We have to stay available. Like we talked about at the beginning of the show. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Uh, big game this Sunday. Pretty much the rest of the year, they're big. You got six more. You go four and two, you got about an 80% chance of making the playoffs. You go five and one, you got a 90-something. You go undefeated, and I mean, it's a 99.6. I mean, there's about a 0.4 chance of you missing the playoffs at 11 and six. Uh, God, hopefully we don't live in that. Because <laughs> if that is the... Uh, <laughs> If if that's the reality that we live in, man, we need to find a multiverse and get the hell out of here. <laughs> hey, man, if we make the playoffs, Jake, you know, it's a win. It's a win for the Rams nation because what we house went through money, last man. year, house money. So if we can get there, man, that's the goal. So Rams nation, focus on getting to the playoffs. No matter how this weekend goes, that's what we'll be focusing on. And we're going to be sharing with you our insight. You know what's going on and actually what's not going on, right? You talk about Matthew Stafford slowing down. No, he's going. He's going, and uh, we got faith in him. Carson Wentz is backing him up, and so is Stetson Bennett. So looking forward to seeing how this thing shakes out, my man. Yeah, uh, 11th all-time in passing touchdowns. Uh, I believe he passed uh, last week. He passed um, Tarkenton. So he's buying Eli Manning, and he's 35. Like, he could do this thing. Like, he Talk can to keep me going. nice, Jake. Talk to him nice from now on. Talk to Matthew At, nice from now on. <laughs> absolutely, man. Um, one last thing here. Okay. So with this game, uh, with, you know, with the, the Rams and Browns, the thing is, I can't stress enough. If the Rams do get to the playoffs, like we were talking about, the reason I said house money 
is because yes, I had them making the playoffs. I had them go into the divisional round of the playoffs before the season started, but I can't stress enough this final bit. The Rams paid $75 million to players not currently on the roster. What they are doing, Cam, and this clip this if you want to listen. This is this is the reality, okay? The Rams were the trailblazers when it came to start, not the actual team, but you know what I mean? They were the, <laughs> they were the trailblazers for F them picks, right? They were the first team to really have the balls to go out and trade the way like NBA teams trade in yeah. the NFL. Like that just didn't happen. And now we see teams doing that, right? They started a movement. Well, now, you know, what? great, great innovators innovate. They find other ways. I mean, you saw Steve Jobs. He created all different things, right? Well, the Rams are now trying to find another way to get back to the Super Bowl. And what they're doing is different than anything we've seen. We've seen cap casualties. We have not seen a bulk load of cap casualties. We have not seen pay off the credit card debt all in one sitting. Okay. This is what they're doing. They are doing something that we do not see. No one is doing this. We don't even know if it's going to work. So right now, what they're doing, I mean, to be five and six, to have the the contributions they've had at Byron Young, to have the contributions they've had at Puka Nakua, the, the other draft picks like Ernest Jones and Tutu Atwell and Ben Skoranek, and I, I mean, you can't forget about Kobe Turner, who we already talked about. To have those hit, those picks, to, to still have, you know, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup under contract and to know that you're going to have about 60 million to spend next year and you just had a 14 pick draft class where at least 50% of those look like they're going to hit, right? Franchise sure. punter even. It goes to show you that they did things chaotically, but it looks like it's going to work. And if it works, Cam, and say they go to the playoffs, they get some experience and they lose in the first round or they win a game, right? It's house money because all that experience is going to help. A lot of these guys will be back on the roster next year. First off, the second thing here is that now you, you, when you think about it now, you just did this when you put yourself at a disadvantage from the get go. Yeah. So I can't stress it enough, man, moving forward. Don't look at this team as just, oh, they're so disappointing and all that. They're paying $75 million to players that aren't currently on the roster. They're five and six. And if they win, they have a 52% chance of making the playoffs. And if they make the playoffs, there's only one of three quarterbacks that they have uh, in the NFC, right? That has played in a Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford, Jared Goff, and Jalen Hurts. I like the Rams chances that they get into the big dance. We've talked about that too, but it's a yeah. matter of getting into the playoffs and regardless, moving forward, I'm proud of this team, the way they've fought through. It has not been easy. They spent the least amount of money of any team and the defense is right around the middle of the pack. That's Raheem Morris. That's coaching. That's player development. And then you look at the offensive side, man, if they can get things going, they can keep what they're doing last week. I don't want to play this team come January. I can tell you that much. Yep. Very spooky. Anytime Aaron Donald's line up across from you, you know, pray to somebody, whoever you pray to, whatever that looks like. And Jake, we talk about this. You said, talk about F them picks and what the Rams did from a business side. Jake, I'm curious about the Texas Rangers, how they built a new stadium, spent a billion dollars with a new stadium, almost a billion dollars on new players for them free agency. And they got a championship. So we talk about buying a championship. 
ooh, ah, ah, whatever it is. They have a championship. So when you look at the history books and say, hey, we got a chip. We might chip. We might have spent a lot of money, but we have a chip. And so uh, uh, NBA class, sports management case study, I'm curious what that's going to be for the Rams, for the Texas Rangers, right? Do you have to spend money, you know what I mean, to, to get a championship? Who knows? But what we do know is the Rams are figuring it out. And like you said, if this works out, this could be the new model for, for sports moving forward. So excited to see what happens. Yeah, it just absolutely bizarre, too. I, I didn't think that they would be this team. I mean, if they do it again, Sean McVay does it again. That'd be three Super Bowls he's been to. That would be with three different teams, two of which were pretty much like, I wouldn't even say 2018 was all in, but, you know, 2021 was somewhat all in. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's really impressive. Can't also leave out less need, but that's going to do it. So we'll see you guys uh, next week. Browns, Rams, huge game. Uh, the Browns need it just as much as the Rams do. I mean, they're still yep. trying to keep up pace in a tough AFC. So yep. yeah, it's going to get tough for them without their starting quarterback. And the Rams got to get this thing, you know, they got to get this thing done. So go you crush can follow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go crush them. You can follow me at JK Bogan. You can follow my co-host Cameron Lynch, your former Rams linebacker at Cameron Lynch 50. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. You guys take care and uh, go Rams. Later, folks. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.